Let me hear you choir shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spark Nation, can you shout hallelujah? Hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Try to sit. Try to sit down. If you can. If you can. If you can. Try to sit. This is a praise service. Listen. Praise can erupt at any time. Any time. Any time. Any time. Tap your neighbor. Say any time. Any time. So choir, I'm sure you are ready. We're going to minister because this kind God. Eh, eh, eh. I never see your kind. This kind God. Hey, blessed be your holy Hallelujah. Be seated. Let's let's. Oh, hallelujah. Mighty, mighty God we serve. Oh, beautiful Savior. Glorious Lord. Emmanuel, God is with us, healing Savior, healing word, healing word, hallelujah. Psalm 103 where Pastor Sam stopped, oh what a mighty God, because heaven and earth adore him. Even angels bow before him. What a mighty God. We serve. How great is our God. Is your God great? Sing with me. How great is our God. Always sing. Always sing out. Jesus is Hallelujah. Please. Now listen to me for a few minutes before before the merry makers of heaven begin to play another tune. Maybe you don't know that there are merry makers in heaven. Ooh. They are called the merry makers or melody makers of heaven. Have you ever wondered in the, in the scriptures why, remember, when Nehemiah wanted to go to the king, have you ever wondered for one that why is it not permitted to go into the presence of a king with sadness or sorrow? Have you ever wondered at all before? Throughout scriptures, check the oppression of kings. 
anyone that is sad or down or depressed, if you dare go into the presence of a king, you will die immediately. So the moment there is whatever, you better you step back. That's the king of the earth. And there are five keys that the Bible mentioned in scriptures. I won't go into the five keys. I'll just get a little here, a little there. The Bible was talking about the keys of knowledge. You remember? The Bible spoke about the key of hell. The Bible said, talked about the keys of heaven. You remember the keys of heaven? So, someone talked to me. Do you remember the keys of heaven? Okay. But do you know, I discovered that out of all these keys, someone, an individual, was placed side by side, side by side with heaven, the keys of the kingdom, the keys of hell, the keys of the bottomless pits. Every of these ones have a key. But the Bible, the only one person that his name was mentioned along with a key is the one known as David. He said, I will give unto you the keys of David. And by adventure, you have never wondered what is this man, David? Who, who, what kind of manner of man is this man called David? How can the keys of the kingdom, just five keys throughout scripture, and David himself has one key, whereby in Revelation he said, if, if oh my God, oh my God, listen to this. He was, listen, 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 listen. The Bible was, God Almighty was talking to a whole church. He said, I will give you the key of one man. He said, I will give unto you the keys of David. And this key, whatever you shut, is shut. Whatever you open, is open. In this season of praise, I pray for someone that their amen is the loudest. Whatsoever good thing you shut, is shut. I said, whatever you open, is open. Somebody shout, Yahweh! The keys of David. In that Psalm 103, listen to this. In that Psalm 103, you begin to understand the manner of man. You know when God was talking about David the first time, when he spoke to prophet Samuel, David was still a boy. God said, I have found a man. <laughs> this guy was barely 16 years of age. And God said to the prophet, he said, I have found a man after my own heart. Have you ever wondered why David went into the holy of holies? He ate the shoe bread, which is meant only for the priest. He ate it, nothing happened. Why? It was an embodiment of the presence. It was carrying God because he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty he inhabits the praises of his people so david was a carrier they think they were still covering with cloth <laughs> they were still covering the thing with cloth and whatever david was carrying it he ate the bread it became bigger it became better i'm praying for you the garment of praise is coming upon your life this season David, if you, that's Psalm 103. There was no Psalm 103 before, be, be in, there was no Psalm 103 if there was no Psalm 102. So you begin to realize and understand the depth of that Psalm 103. In Psalm 102, listen, 
Psalm 102 was full of all manner of complaint. David got to a position in his life, and this is the problem with many of us. When we get to a junction, we forget. That was why he complained throughout his chapter, Psalm 102. Complain, my life is destroyed. Things are not working for me. Things is upside down. Everything messed up. I'm consumed. He was a king already by then. But all of a sudden, something turned in him. He said, ah, ah. I said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Don't forget, don't forget his benefits. Don't forget, don't forget. Now, what now happened is this. He now began to count it one by one. Who heals all your diseases. Forgives all your iniquity. Listen to me. David was a man of unusual depth. A man of unusual revelation. He's the one that made us to know that iniquity is different from sin. Is the one that knows, tells us that in fact transgression is also different. They also they all have class. He said, as for man, man drinks iniquity like water. He said, man drinks iniquity like water. And David remembered all the iniquities. He said, no, let's even not go into sin, but let's even talk about iniquity. Iniquity. I'm going to the definition of iniquity tonight, but so that you can understand that. This is the key of David. Do you know something? In the end times, we are living in dangerous times as well as blessed times. One of the advantages of the end time is this. The Bible tells us that knowledge will increase. The word of God has been on the increase. Do you agree with me that? I can't hear your yes or no. The word of God has been on the increase. It's according to scripture that knowledge will increase. Men are discovering things that they never knew existed. As much as that happens, there is also another danger. According to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And that's where I'll just show you a couple of things and then we go back. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Verse 2 began to talk about in the last days, men shall become of a particular order. Yes, but know this. Is the Bible reader? But available? know this. Yes. That in the last day, yeah. perilous times will come. Yeah. For men will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of them. Now listen to me. Oh, look at me. Look at me. So that you can understand these things and any semblance, anything that looks like any of these things in your life, you face up to say, no, I'm not part of the negativity of the end time. That's why this season of praise should be a season of stirring up new generation. New leaders that will change the landmark. New leaders that will say, no, this is not the benchmark that is appropriate. We will shift the benchmark. New generation that will say, no, this is not how to serve God. This is a better way, appropriate way to serve God. If those people are here, can I hear a loud amen? amen. Yes, verse 2. For men will be lovers of themselves. Yes. Lovers Lovers of yeah, boasters, proud, blasphemers, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, disobedient to parents, unthankful. Yeah, now Un stay, stop, stop there. Unthankful is one of the signs of the end times. Unthankful, King James says it as he said, ungrateful, and we live in a thankless generation. 
we, I tell you, we live in a thankless generation. So that you can be plucked out of that generation to say, no, I am not part of this. We live in a thankless generation where people do not appreciate where they have been and where they are. All because they are looking at where they want to be or looking at someone else by their side. So they forget. No wonder David came back. He said, forget not his benefits. That songwriter says, he said, count your blessings and name them one by one. They didn't say count your losses. So many people are good at counting their losses. And if there's anything you have lost, there's anything you have lost, God is the reason why you have not lost everything. There's anything you have lost, God is the reason why you have not lost everything. You know what someone said? He said, we are mourning over something. He said, you only know what has happened. What could have happened, you don't know. What could have happened, you don't know. Say, ah, I had this that happened to me. Oh, this, 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 I lost my job. No, it's not your job the enemy targeted. It was your life. It was your life that was the target. So many of the time when we see the wind of affliction, when we see the wind, you really do not know what battles God has fought on your behalf. And many people will stay with the wind and begin to mourn over the wind. And listen to me, that is one of the strategic plans of the enemy to get you out of the presence of God. Why? It is he that dwells in the secret place, not he that visits. He that dwells. Somebody say, I am a dweller. And what's the secret place? God, the Bible says, he inhabits the praises of his people. So without praise, you can't dwell. Because praise is God's natural habitat. Listen to me. People visit when they come to church. They visit the secret place of the Messiah. Oh, everybody's praising and worshiping. Yes, but the moment they step out of church, they go back to their own place of destruction. They go back. And it's only in church that they enter into that secret place. And listen to me, the devil knows you. He knows when you are in. He knows when you are out. But in the name of the Lord, in this season of praise, I declare you will continually dwell in the presence of Jehovah. Somebody say, I am a dweller in the secret place. Of the most high. I'm a dweller. Not a visitor. Listen. Anything that takes your joy. Is as good as taking your life. I'm telling you. No matter how heavy the burden is. Why? Without joy. You don't have strength. The joy of the Lord. Is my strength. There's a scripture in Matthew. Which you don't know where that scripture came from. The Bible speaking in Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21. Let's read it. So that we can fly and, and go quickly. Matthew chapter 21 from verse 15. Oh, was talking about children. But Matthew 21, 15, yes. But when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did. When they saw the wonderful things that Jesus did. And the children crying out in the temple. Hold on there. Do you know it takes children to cry like we are crying? Because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any logical sense. I say, shout, ha. Ah. And then some of you, 
the way you are shouting. Some, someone who doesn't understand this thing will look around and say, these guys, something is wrong with them. It takes children to cry out in the temple. Saying, Hosanna, why? The Sadducees were there. They were too knowledgeable. The, the, the anointing they carried was too heavy for them. It was weighing them down. The Pharisees. Can you imagine Pharisees going with all manner of the, the interpretation of Hebrew and Shebrew and going to the temple? Today we are going to display knowledge. And then some children started to cry and said, Hosanna! Are there children here tonight? Somebody jump up and shout, Hosanna! Yeah. Uh. Somebody shout Hosanna. Uh. Listen to this. Listen, listen. Look at this. They even called him. They, they, they didn't call him the son of God. They said who? The son of who? Hosanna to the son of David. And these children refused to keep quiet. Baba Sadducee, Baba Pharisee said, hey, children, stop making noise. They shouted the more Hosanna to the son of David. The Bible says they were indignant. Next verse. I said to him. And they said to him. Do you hear what these are saying? Do you hear what, what, what rubbish these guys are saying? These small, small children, small, small children that don't have anything doing. You know, these ones that don't have a future ambition. In Africa, they call them NFA. Because NFA, in their interpretation, means no future ambition. They are in church on Sunday. They are in church on Monday. On Tuesday, they are in another church. On Wednesday, they are finding something else. And Thursday again. He said, look, can you hear what they are saying? Can you hear what they are saying? And Jesus said something to them. Yes. Jesus said to them, yes. yes. Hear this, hear this. Jesus is saying yes to you tonight. Yeah. Uh, okay, go ahead. Yes, yes. Jesus said to them, mm. yes. Have you never read? Have you never read? Read what? Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, mm. you have perfected praise. Somebody shall praise God. Listen, but you know something? Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have perfected place. But listen to me. He didn't give us an example. Who was nursing them? That's a matter for another day. But this quotation is a quotation from Psalm 8. And in Psalm 8, that's when you are going to see the real stuff of what was in their mouth. He told us you perfect the place in their mouth in Psalm 8, verse 2. He really now told us that's where the root of this passage comes from. Psalm 8, verse 2. Let's read it together. Let's read it together. Psalm 8, verse 2 is on the screen. One, two, three, go. And nursing infants, you have ordained strength. Pause there. Pause there. Pause. Pause there. Hold on. Hold on. It was praised in the New Testament. But the real root word that praise brings and generates, he said, out of their mouth, you have ordained strength. Why? 
Oh my God. Oh my God. Hande. Listen. But why did you address Is that because? Go ahead. Read. Out of the mouth of babes yes. and nursing infants, you have ordained strength. You have ordained strength. Because why? of your enemies. Because of your enemies. Go ahead. That you may silence. That you may silence. The enemy. And the avenger. Somebody praise God. Listen. The praise that <laughs> that he perfected from their mouth is strength because of your enemies. Because when praise comes out of your mouth, your enemies is, is, is automatically confirmed to keep quiet. It says so that you may silence the enemy and sil look look at the next verse. Let's, it doesn't stop there. When I consider Okay, your okay that, that's fine. He said out of the mouth of children these are people that the world calls children. He said they are the ones that will speak with the enemy in the gate. How will they speak with the enemy? Is praise, praise. Because that's why the Bible says, let the praises of our God in their, and a double-edged sword. Many people don't know that their praise is strength. And the enemy knows this too well. That's why it makes you, it shuts you down. It doesn't permit joy. It doesn't permit you to be happy. Why? It knows the moment you are happy and you turn on praise, it is finished. Can you, can you imagine? Can you imagine you are shooting all manner of attacks to somebody? Can you imagine? No, look, look at it as a normal human being. Look at it. You are shooting all manner of attack, whatever. And then the person jumps us in the morning and says, Praise in the Lord. Praise him. In his sanctuary, praise him. In the firmament of his power. I'm sure you will, you know. Let me. TPT, yes, read it. You have built a stronghold. You have built a stronghold. By the song of baby. Jesus, Jesus. Built a stronghold by what? The, the song, song of, of babies. babies. Listen to me. If the world has not called you a child or a baby, maybe it's even your parents calling you children. What do you know? We have been serving God for many years. If they have not called you children that don't know what you are doing, you have not started Christianity. You have not started, you have not started a relationship. The world has to call you babies. They have to call you nursing baby. You are my child. I give back to you. I can tell you. They don't know there is a father that is nursing you from above. They don't know that there is a stronghold in your praise. Somebody shall praise God. Yes, go ahead. No, 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 come, come, come again, read that again. Strength. Somebody says strength. Strength. Strength rises up. Strength rises up. With the chorus of singing children. Jesus, Jesus. Strength rises up. Strength rises up. Strength rises up. Listen. Strength rises up. Let, let me fly. If the devil can't take your place, you become an impossible candidate for him. 
That's why everything is sending at you. Is to be able to shut down your praise. Shut down your joy. That's why there is no amount of pleasure that should be good enough to take your place. In the olden days, in the Old Testament, we never knew what God was saying. If not for knowledge that begins to increase, that there's, there's what is known as types and shadows. The children of Israel wanted to fight a battle. And remember in Psalm 103, he said, he showed Moses his ways. Someone say his ways. And the children of Israel saw his act. <laughs> he showed Moses his ways. Moses, Joshua and the guys, they are going to battle to fight. But you go to the mountain with the rod of God in your hand. Moses has to be a child. Anyone that God is going to use has to be a child. Why the ways of God don't make no sense. It's not designed to make sense. So Moses, you go to the mountain with the rod of God in your hand. And what you are just going to do on that mountain is that you are going to lift up the rod of God in your hand. Just lift it up. And don't forget, he said, when the son of man is lifted up, it will draw men unto himself. And the Bible said, the moment Moses lifted up, the, the, Moses lifted it up. He thought he was just going to be one of those lift up and then that's it. But the Bible now records and says, as long as Moses was lifting up the rod, the winners, um, the, 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 um, Joshua and Israel, they were winning. Yes. The moment Moses' hand was weary, was weary and it came down, they were winning Israel. Is this not what the enemy does with you? Many people will be doing well and be thankful and be grateful. But the moment they become weary with issues of life, they become weary with bills, they become weary with, with debts, and then they bring down their hand. And what now happens? The enemy formation says, guys, move, move, move fast, move now. Move now, move in. Guys, move in. Now it's down now. Not knowing that it's the lifting up of that rod of God in your hand that brings victory is praises in your mouth which is what ordains strength and which is the Bible says it's become a stronghold listen to me peradventure you are in any situation that is not very nice oh my God you are in the best of positions to give God praise somebody say give God praise The more Moses lifted up the rod, after a while they now discover, say, ha, ah, this rod must not go down. His place in your mouth must never go down. Your Moses can be tired. You better look for praise partner. Stop looking for prayer partner all over the house. Look for praise partner. I need a praise partner. I need a dance partner. What are you dancing for? I just want to dance to my God. I just want to praise his name. Somebody shall praise God. Many people, I told them many years back, I said, long time ago, well over nine, ten years now, I've never had a prayer request. All this one that you are carrying prayer requests. Have you attempted prayer requests before? Have you attempted it before? Come and join me, sing hallelujah. Hey, Jehovah Jireh has. Come and join me, oh. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Listen, listen, listen. I know, I know the thing. I know the thing is gradually biting you now. It's biting you now. But listen, let me tell you this. One of the things the Lord told me to tell you is this. Don't let your praise be limited to church. Become a tabernacle of praise. At your place of work, a tabernacle of praise. You are walking on the street, a tabernacle of praise. Negative situation come, let them meet praise in your mouth. Circumstances come, negative, let them meet praise in your heart. Someone say, Praise God. Be seated. Let, let me, let me, let me try. Don't forget that strength there. I'm out of the mouth of babes, thou art ordained strength. Don't forget the Bible now says, They that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Without the strength of praise, no exploit is possible. No exploit is possible. It's only in Romans that we got to know that Abraham was a praise warrior. <laughs> Listen, there is no faith warrior without being a praise warrior. I'm telling you. Faith doesn't work without praise. As a matter of fact, what faith does is to kill fear and doubt and then increases your faith. Because in praise, what happens is that then you, you come into the atmosphere of God. You come into the atmosphere of God. So unusual boldness. And then your faith is jacked up. The Bible speaking in, concerning Abraham in Romans chapter, Romans chapter 4. The Bible said, let's, let's see that. The Bible said, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. Romans 4.20. I want us to see it. So that you can see that Abraham was a praise warrior. Okay, Romans 4.20. And, oh, sorry, verse 19. Okay. And not being weak in faith. Not being weak in faith. He did not consider his own body mm. already dead. Yeah. Since he was about a hundred years old. Yeah. And the deadness of Sarah's womb. And the deadness of Sarah's womb, yeah. He did not waver. He did not waver. At the promise of God. Yeah. Through unbelief. Through unbelief. But was strengthened in faith. So, let's read the last one together. One, two, three, go. Yeah. Giving glory to together for Jesus. The story hey, you are good to over you are 
everybody testify. Hey, hey, you are good, Jehovah. You are so good. Hey, you are so good. You are so good. Hey, you are good, Jehovah. You are good. Somebody shout hallelujah. As I round up, let me let me round up here because I know some of you. <laughs> some of you can hardly sit again. The thing is biting you. It's biting your body. Some of you feel like jumping up. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We are we are getting there now. Listen, can I tell you this? Listen, I didn't finish this illustration at Thor's fire. Yeah, invisible God, immortal God, our great, immortal, immortal God, immortal God, our great God. Listen, listen, let's, let's see one or two things more. Okay, hey, 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 hold on. Listen, let me tell you this. Hear this, hear this. I, I know you are eager to praise him more. But listen to me, my greatest joy, let me tell you this. My greatest joy is that you become a lifestyle person of praise. That's what heavens desire the most. Why? Because the moment you become that, no mountain can stand you. Nothing can stop you. Listen, I told them on Thursday, Paul Sandra on Tuesday. Paul Sandra. Listen, listen. When you play, listen to this. And Pity also said it on that Tuesday at C1. When you play, players are subject to protocols. Players are subject to protocols. The Bible was speaking about a veil in the hand of the angels, a bowl. The prayer of the saints. They mix it before it goes to God. And then he begins to attend to the matter. But listen, when it comes to place, no protocol. When it comes to place, God pushes angels behind. Say, hey, 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 that's not your arena. That's not your jurisdiction. I am the one that will go there. I want to go and dance. I want to go and do. I want to go and do trap mass. Hold on, hold on. Listen, listen. I told them, listen to this. This is the way it is. When maybe one of the special advisors to the Prime Minister of UK has a note for PT. When they give him a note, oh, this is a special message from the Prime Minister to PT. He will still be subject to all manner of protocols. They will check him at the hotel. They will check him at the door there. They will check him. Minister David will even tell him, stay, I'm, I don't know, you can see him now, I'm not sure. Just wait at the back there. <laughs> but listen, if it is Teresa May that comes by herself, who will tell her to stop? They will usher her straight. Two of us. 
to the pulpit in fact if everybody will begin to run elder skelter if you don't know that was what happened when it comes or pity cannot do whatever he wants to do you know and say let us sit there let us sit i will attend to her <laughs> you know your pity of course you know but anyway understand these things that this was what happened in acts of the apostles chapter 16 in in the earlier chapter of acts peter was in prison the church was praying all they did was pray and when they prayed they were not even expecting much and so god sent an angel the bible said the angel woke peter up say guy come on let's it's narrow escape quick quick let's get out of this place before they discover us true or false he said, quick, quick, put. That's the manner of angels. Say, put on your sandal. Hi, hi, hi. The Muslim know. Now, that's what prayer does. He said, quick, quick, quick. Quick, let's go, let's go. Tiptoe, tiptoe. How you will know, when Peter got to the whatever, immediately before, the, before night came, he had translated to the other city. Say, ah, they must not know I escaped. But when it came to the town of Paul and Silas, the Bible says they sang loudly. They sang loudly. And what happens? God was coming. Do you, do you know something the Lord told me? God has not even come. It was his dispatch riders that came. Hailstone and fire. Brimstone and thunder. They were trying to usher that God is coming. Oh. The moment thunder came, the whole place shook. All the chains fell off. The jealous said, hey, we are going to kill ourselves. Paul said, no, 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 no. We know what we are. We are not going to escape anyhow. We know that the Almighty is coming. And they waited. It was not a narrow escape. Why? God was personally involved. When they wanted to go and bring them out in the morning, they said, okay, go and tell them to just go. Paul and I said, we won't go anyhow. It is the authorities that will come by themselves they will release us in the public via. Why? This is not a narrow escape. Press does not give you a narrow escape. It gives you a bold, audacious escape. It gives you a bold, audacious escape. Somebody shall praise God. Because we want to go into praise. Let your life. Listen. All those things that is pulling you down. Know it. The, the devil is out madly after you. No matter how big it is. Praise is celebrating God for who he is. And by so, you invoke his intervention. By so doing, you invoke his intervention. Prayer is pleading for God's intervention. It has protocols. Praise has no protocol. There is no way to dance. There's no way you cannot dance. There's no way you can trap match or not trap match. They say it doesn't look like their own. Do your own the way you can do it. Do your own anyhow. And somebody say, I don't know how to dance. Ah. I pity you. Because you may not be allowed to help me if you can't dance. Oh. Hallelujah. Let me wrap this up here. I know you are hungry for praise. There are people here that are receiving the keys of David here today. There are people here receiving the garment of praise today. 
Listen, that garment will run your life. I thought I would hear a better amen loud and clear. When, when trouble comes, that garment becomes stronger. When challenges of life come, that garment becomes heavier. All this one that you are sitting down in your... In, listen, let me show you this secret. Do you know that in the human realm, if you need something from someone, do you know that it is most, most possible if you go with thanksgiving? Pastor Dami, I just want to thank you for this phone that you have given to me. I sincerely appreciate it, sir. Thank you, sir. What I'm asking for, that's why the Bible says, let your request be made known to God with, with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Listen to me. If I keep going with that thanksgiving, before long, the man will say, you know what? Just take. Take. But if I went, ah, Pastor Dami, I need your phone. I want you to give it to me. He can, say, ah, oh, he can give me a thousand and one reasons. No, this one, I'm going to will it to Duke. You know, after Duke, the next one, we also inherit it. But praise shuts the mouth and compels obedience. So instead of asking God for what you are asking him for, why don't you thank him for it? Lord, I thank you for my best result. Lord, I thank you for that good job. Lord, I thank you because my debts are paid off. Lord, I thank you because it is working in my favor. Why don't you jump and begin to thank you for the things you desire? Lord, I thank you for all that you have done. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for my life. Listen. Listen. Whatever is not working, you can't make it work by complaining. You can only make it work by thanking him. If there's anything in your hand, listen. God gave me this secret many years. He said, look at Jesus. The disciples said, what do we have here? Five loaves and three fish, two fishes. And I explained this to you before I believe. It's not the five loaves of uh, Jamaican bread or Aegege bread. Because there is no sense, there is no sense or logic in a small boy taking five loaves to a crusade ground. True or false? What he took with him was his own packed lunch. Sliced bread. Hovis. Okay? Can I hear amen? Hovis, the, the tasteless one, you know. I know some of you are British. That's the best bread for you. That's, the Lord bless you. Psalm 103 has said, satisfy your mouth with good things anyway. So, Listen, so it was five, five slices. It will put one fish in between two. That's a sandwich, isn't it? It will put the second fish in between another two. And then the one slice remaining, we use it and dip it into water. <laughs> that was what the guy took. <laughs> and so, when they brought it to Jesus, the disciples said, there's only a small boy that has this, this small, whatever. That one doesn't. Look at this. They said, even if we are going to go and employ a caterer at this time, what caterer will cater for these thousands of people? And Jesus said, bring to me that five slices. And the only prayer he prayed was the prayer, Father, I thank you. 
End of prayer. Listen, listen, listen. Since the day I got that revelation, Listen, since the day I got that revelation, when I play, when I when they bring food, all I just say, Lord, I thank you for this food, and I open the border. End of story. Since that day, all I do is to just thank God. And God now, God Almighty now whispered to me, he said, You know what? Listen, 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 listen. This will help you. He said, For adventure, there is anything that is not enough in your hand. If you can give God thanks for it, it will multiply. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Listen, let me, let me. God told me that many years. He said, anything that is not in your hand. All this one that you say, ah, it's only 400 pounds I earn a month. Ah, you are the one killing that 400 pounds. There is a spirit of increase and multiplication behind it. If you can speak to it and say, Father, I thank you for this. I tell you, you will, you will not know how you have gone through the month spending thousands. Let me tell you the second one. Let me tell you the second one. So that you can know that the prayer of thanksgiving and praise is the greatest form of prayer. Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus. And after four days, the guy is dead, stinking. And then the Bible said, it's a service of joy. Listen, if there's somebody that is not smiling around you, hold your hands. Say, today, today, that garment of heaviness must, must drop. Listen. Hey! Abarasoprahata. Listen. Hear this. Let me just, because I want you to go and praise. Listen. I wanted to praise God with understanding tonight. And this season, listen to this, listen. Let thanksgiving, gratitude, let it well up from your spirit, from your mind. Let it be your constant way of life. Let it be your constant response to every situation. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. Blessed be thy name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise 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 God. What you are going, what, what I want to do to start with is this with the fruit of your lips. I want to begin to thank him for those things he has not done. Thank him for the ones he has done. And with a heart of joy and gratitude. Father, I am grateful. I am sorry everywhere I have complained. Lord, I am sorry. Oh, from today, open your mouth and begin to give him thanks. Begin to adore. Lord, I give you praise. You are the strength of my life. You are bigger. You are my God. You are the almighty God. You are my Yahweh. You are the strength of my life. You are the God behind Spark Nation. You are the God of this nation. You are the God of this city. You are my King. You are my God. 
I love you, Lord. Open your mouth and bless his name. Before we start to sing any song, let your heart overflow. Let your heart. Ah, Hallelujah. 